It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening and welcome to Monergy Life on Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, Robert Fisher, and tonight I have the pleasure of welcoming a social media guru and friend, Hanan Payson. Uh, Hanan has been doing social media for quite some time. We'll find out exactly how long when he comes on the air, which should be momentarily. Uh, One of the things we're going to focus on uh, today and hopefully uh, give some much-needed information to listeners is some of the newer developments in uh, social media. I know that that, uh, that Hanan is privy to um, many of the the newer things that are happening, and he's working with them every day uh, for major clients. And it's going to be very interesting to to see his to see his take on some of these new um, new new methods new methodologies that can be used to increase one's social media presence. So as soon as he calls, we're going to have the pleasure of speaking with him. And while we're waiting for him to call in, which I hope will be momentarily. Um, I just want to welcome all you listeners to Monergy Life and say what a pleasure it is to be to be here uh, hosting the show. And um, and I hope you guys become regular listeners because at at Monergy Life, as you know, what we really strive to do is to feature individuals who are not just surviving but thriving in the in the current uh, in the current economic environment, and one of the one of the big uh, points of interest to me um, is uh, for all you listeners is uh, hello Hayden, is that you? Yes, it is. Hi. Uh, well, uh, welcome to Monergy Life. Um, I was just giving a brief background as to uh, some of the things that you're going to uh, illuminate tonight. And just before we we engage in our conversation, I just wanted to finish a thought that I was sharing with the listeners, which was one of the things that actually you and I have spoken about, which is not to let the media control what you do or don't do on the economic front. And I know you feel strongly about this as well. Indeed. So welcome to the show. Um, as I spoke to the listeners before you called in, I was hoping that you'd be able to share some of the newer developments in social media that you've been working with, some of your favorite methodologies in social media, and just in general motivate the listeners to embark on a you know, well-balanced plan to increase their social media 
presence. How does that sound? Yeah, sounds great. Great. So, so tell me what what comes into your mind in the forefront of one of the new uh, one of the new trends in social media today. What what are some of the things that's happening right now? Um, well, at first, it's it it is kind of like a saying that I like to use: "What's old is new again." Um, social media is definitely great for connecting and, and and staying on top of everything for friends, family, and so forth. Um, I do use social media though for a search purpose. I do like to leverage it for additional visibility, especially if you have a website, um, whether you're looking to promote a service or a product. Um, and I think it's just really important to kind of take a step back in what, the way we used to leverage social media before there was actually a term social media. Um, back in the 90s, um, you, everything was really happening, you know, if, especially if you wanted to connect with people. You went to a forum. Of course, there were chat rooms and there were a lot of private communities. Um, but if you wanted something that was more out there, more transparent, more where people could just learn about information, something new, something hip, something cool, uh, you'd go to a forum and you would talk about things, whether you had a question now, or you just, just wanted to share. Because for those that haven't actually gone to a forum, what exactly, how would you define the forum uh, exactly? Uh, for, a, a forum is really just a, just a, pretty much it could be a, your, your, your home away from home on the web um, with mm-hmm. other like-minded individuals. For example, it could be in, in a, specific, a specific vertical. Um, so if someone is a, let's just use an example of a realtor. If someone's a realtor, they could go to forums where other realtors would just hang out and talk about, basically talk shop. Um, what's happening right. in the industry, and or it could be something extremely away from you know their own particular vertical. They might go if they wanted to learn about, for example, search engine optimization, which at that time was really big. Um, they might go to a forum for webmasters looking just to learn that. So although they're a realtor, they're kind of hanging out with other you know people that are really webmasters themselves and looking to promote their site or their service, and um, they would just learn kind of what's the latest cutting edge theories, tactics, what we need to do, and and um, that's what we used to do back then. And so I, I just wanted to touch on what, what's old is new again because although things are constantly changing and there's always going to be a new cutting-edge platform. So, for example, right. just like MySpace was you know, the really hip platform at one time, nowadays you really don't hear about too many people using MySpace uh, you know, like they used to. And that's, that's kind correct. of what happens – yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's really what happens with social media. So, um, you know, when a new platform comes out and or a new service or an enhancement to an existing service, a lot of people tend to migrate over. So I like to kind of touch on um, really best practices, which is no matter which platform someone engages in, really make sure that they have their own space on the web, whether it's their own personal blog or just a website that doesn't have a blog incorporated where they can actually post information, you know, regularly, but they do want to have their own place. Because when they spend, when people spend a lot, well, I'm sorry. No, no, I, I was just going to say, why do you think forums have, are gaining popularity again? Um, I think what happens is that, and there's a few reasons. Um, one, you know, forums are great because they actually answer questions when someone you know someone has someone has a question, forum is great because you can normally get an answer. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of forums out there that are definitely BS. I mean, they need to be you know just stay away from them. But it, you know there are a lot of experts from back in the day, and there are a lot of people that even today that that join those type of platforms. Now you know just as an enhanced model, um, you know you'll have a blog. 
and they'll have a lot of comments on a blog post. That technically is like a quasi forum. You know, people are able just to contribute to you know to the conversation. So I use forum in a loose sense that it. I just look at it as a place where people can go, and they have the ability to contribute to a conversation. The only difference a forum has over a blog is that they're able to actually start the conversation as opposed to only you know contribute to an existing conversation. Um, and it's really important to engage in those platforms, especially when you have the thought leaders of a particular vertical. So if there's a thought leader and or if there's a particular blog or or forum where there's activity and you know, I always say, Well, how do you judge if it's a good place to be? You know, I always say you have to use common sense. Are they right. answering questions in a manner that makes sense? Um, and if it makes sense, you know, you investigate further. You know, there's a lot of people that do a lot of things behind the scenes to kind of prop up their blog, their forum, or so forth, so that the, the search engines have the, it gives the appearance that they're very trusted. But they could be doing a lot of things that, in essence, they may be a, you know, a BS platform, but unfortunately, they've gained a lot of popularity through search. So I, I always see. say that's, that, that it's, it's always a good idea to, you know, to kind of use an internal meter to say, does this make sense? Um, but I just wanted to touch on forums uh, in the sense that although there's a lot of platforms out there, they come and go, but there's still forums that are out there from the 90s that are still really? chugging along. And wow. they're still, uh, you know, they're, they're popular now as they were popular back in the day. And every single vertical has a forum that will, that, that will, that will basically, you know, be for, the, be for their, whatever they're promoting, whether it's a service or they're just looking right. for information. Um, whereas, again, someone can, you know, really become fixated on, on, on MySpace and then they're gone. And now all the work they put into building up, you know, exposure for their, for their page and so forth, well, that's gone. So now they go to the next one, which might be, for example, they went over to Facebook and Facebook's awesome. And, you know, Facebook, ha- you know, is a great following. It's huge. It's a top dog. But at the same time, you know, Google rolled out with Google+. Now, is Google Plus the Facebook killer? I don't particularly think so, but at, you know, right. but at the same time, well, we'll, we'll Google Plus. Get, yeah, we'll get to we'll get to Google Plus in a minute. Sure. But, but are there any particular forums that you like in general that yeah, I mean, some of the you, listeners might want to check out? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's still, you know, I have, to, I, I still visit Webmaster World. It's a forum that I visited, and um, you know, I, I started with in the late '90s, and. Um, they're still around, and they're still. I mean, they have a huge, huge. They're kind of like the de facto, you know. Um, yeah, of course, there's a ton of them, but they're kind of right. like for me. It's one that I've um, been able to to really, um, you know, enjoy and get a lot of good information out of. And to this day, there's still a ton, a ton of activity there, and just about everything you could think of for search purposes, whether it's social media, what's going on in, you know, just pure organic search, whether it's Google, Yahoo, Bing, so forth. Um, you know, everything from Webmaster issues, um, it's there. Um, so I mean, I, I'm, I'm not on their payroll, but I do, I do support them. I do, I do think that they're great. Um, uh, you know, there are a lot of others that I would say that with a lot of others, you know, you just need to be kind of careful with some of the information. I would say as a more, if I could use the word creme de la creme, WebmasterWorld.com is one that I still like to this day, and I still read every day. I check them out. 
Um, so, you right. know, and, and the reason why I say that is that, if, you know, if you're active in a space like that, um, not only do you gain, you know, experience and you'll, you'll make a lot of friends and you'll, you'll start being able to network with people within the, within the in- industry, but, you know, you, you, as long as you're answering questions in, in, a, in a way that actually helps and contributes to others, you actually start mm-hmm. gaining credibility also. And you'll, you know, you, know, right. I, I, you, you get people that will IM you and say, hey, you, ha- you answered this cre- question really in a great way. Could you help me out with my project? So, I mean, I'm right. using that only as an example because, yeah. You know, plenty of people focus solely on Twitter. They focus just on Facebook. So they focus on these third-party platforms. Right, right. And I think that, that we want to at least give some options to people tonight in our discussion. Yes, absolutely. And, and I know and, you're also a, a big fan of LinkedIn. Isn't that correct? Yes. I mean, LinkedIn, you know, I always say LinkedIn is like the proverbial redheaded stepchild that always seems to be ignored <laughs> on a certain level. Um, you, you know, LinkedIn, I think, is an is a fantastic platform to to really leverage, and, and I'm going to say on a few points for social and for search. Um, you know, it, it's really an important platform overall. I mean, I, I won't go into specifics of how to optimize, but you know, anything that someone can do to really make sure their LinkedIn profile is filled out 100%, fully optimized. Make sure that you're you know you're following um, the right people and you have the right connections. Um, you know, you could promote your events, you could promote everything from, you know, a, a business, I mean, you name it, whatever it is, you could promote there. I mean, whether it's an organic level of promotion to a paid level, but LinkedIn is really a, a very good platform. And they just, you know, they always seem to be kind of pushed, you know, where Facebook, Twitter is always one and two, and LinkedIn is down, the, you know, down the chart, but they're right. really great overall. I would right. say in, that in quality... Terms of, in terms of numbers, do you know the, the, the membership of, of LinkedIn? Offhand, I don't have those numbers. Yeah, I don't have. I, I can find that out easily, but I don't have that all right, hand on that. But, of course. But I, I, I would say that the, that the quality of a lead from LinkedIn, from someone that would be interested uh, with working with someone else, is just through the roof uh, on a level compared to a lead from Facebook or Twitter or so forth. I'm, I'm not discounting. I don't want anyone to think I'm discounting or devaluing Facebook or Twitter. Those no, are of great platforms. And, and, you know, it's just a matter of leveraging them for certain purposes. I do like Twitter for search. I like leveraging it for search. Um, and there's great people to connect with there. There's a lot of ways to leverage that. Um, you know, I, when I work with clients, there's, you know, they're, they're awesome. And, in fact, I do leverage Facebook. I do leverage Twitter all the time. It's just that if you're, you know, if you're a business owner or if you're a professional and you're looking to connect with other like-minded people and or if you're looking to gain a customer, whether it's through a product or service you're promoting, LinkedIn just has, in my opinion, it just has a higher level of caliber. So I just really like LinkedIn a lot. Interesting. That's a very interesting perspective and, and I think a welcome one for people who just automatically run to Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, and, and, you know, Facebook overall, um, you know, Facebook, there's a big element where I I just want to, you know, there's that transparency aspect. So, you know, what you do, you know, of course, you can make your your, your page, you know, totally private and only people you can select who will be able to see things. Um, But still, there's an element where, you know, just about anyone, there's a connection level. I just find that on LinkedIn, you have a higher caliber because someone that's going to spend time on LinkedIn – there's, you know, you're really looking at a more of a professional organization. I'm not saying there's not spam there. There's definitely spam. There's a lot of, you know, every platform has its spam element. But 
Um, I just find that it's just a better way to connect. If you're looking for more of, I would say, more of that serious client um, or serious uh, customer, I just find that it, it's really interesting there what, what happens overall compared to the other platforms. Right. Well, that's that's very good to know. And I know that you briefly mentioned some of the developments with Google and Google+. And maybe now is a good time for us to uh, to discuss that because that could that could pose a serious threat to Twitter. Isn't that correct? Well, uh, you know, Google Google um, Plus is really um, more or less they were gearing it towards the the Facebook um, crowd. Um, now, I just want to say, I just want to preface with, I really like Google Plus. I like the way. It's it. I like the platform. I like how it works, and I think it's really cool. Um, but on the flip side, it's now okay. So someone's been using Facebook for X amount of months or years, and now uh-huh. you want them to say, okay, I'm either a giving up Facebook and now just using Google Plus, or I now have to take on something else on top of my interaction with Facebook. So it becomes just one other um, element that someone needs to add into their day. Now, it's great for certain people, but for the busy professional and someone that's looking at this from a, from a point of view of how do I promote my product, how, are, how do I promote my service, and do I really need to spend the extra time on learning something new, and or do I have to teach my staff something new because it will benefit us? And, they, and the quick answer is, Yes, it's good. The long answer is I'm not sure yet on its direction. Um, there's well, for of those Google who are not familiar with it, can you just describe in broad strokes what it even is? Because it, it sure. launched this summer, didn't it, basically? Yeah, uh, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's really a pretty cool platform. Basically, um, you know, in certain elements where Facebook falls short, Google Plus picks up. So um, – it, it, you, you know, on Facebook, when you're friends with someone, pretty much, you know, they're your friend, and you know, everyone gets to see kind of what you're doing. And, you know, you have to. There's a ton of privacy elements. You have to really do a lot of filters to kind of, you know, filter things out. Um, Google One has a pretty cool technology with circles. So you take your friends and you put them in circles. So you might take, you know, friends that if you have, like, you know, you might just have people that you're just from work. So they might go into the circle, which would be like work-related, um, and then you might have so another there are circle of circles, different circles for different levels of association. Well, yeah, you you actually categorize them yourself, so you can actually categorize where you want those people to be. So it's kind of like you know if you have an if you do email marketing and how you can segment your list. It's a very similar element where you segment um, the you know people in, in in that element. So it's just pretty cool that you could do that. So um, if you wanted to kind of like you know you know connect with you know you know friends about you know like hey you know I'll use an example if someone was at work and they were like hey work sucks. Well, you kind of don't want you know your your work your work circle to see that because that might not be really good. Um, so you can do all the all different type of things like that. Um, what's also pretty cool about Google Plus is it gives you the ability when you're as long as you're logged into Google. This is another thing. When you're logged into Google, um, and if you do a query, you're searching for I don't know, maybe you're searching for a great Thai restaurant. Um, right. And if someone within your and, and someone in your network is um, actually um, gave a review and/or they plussed it already, they said, "Hey, basically, basically Google Plus, though I should preface, is kind of similar to like Google, uh, to Facebook likes. So it's kind of like saying, "Hey, I like this. It's pretty cool." But it's an enhanced feature. You know, you're able to connect with people and and do other things. But it, it, it has that element to it where you're not, where you're able to say, "I like this." So if someone you know said they like a particular restaurant and you're doing a query and that restaurant actually shows up, um, yes. you will know if anyone in your network has actually liked that because you'll see that you know it will say their name and they'll say they've liked this. So 
it just gives that ability for it. So I just want to go one step further before I come right back to Google Plus because this kind of goes into the same realm. Google rolled yeah. out um, Google Plus One also. So they have Google Plus and Google Plus One. And, and what's it the often difference? Becomes, yeah, and that's where the confusion comes in. A lot of people refer to Google Plus when yet they really mean Google Plus One, although say about Google Plus One when they really mean Google Plus. Google Plus mm-hmm. is really the social element, which is, ju- which is really where they were targeting Facebook. Google Plus One is if you go to um, a site now, you might actually see a little a little icon, and it's normally positioned near the Twitter or the Facebook logos. And um, what it will do is it will just say plus one, and it could be anywhere from gray to different colors depending upon how it's been customized. And as long as you're logged into Google, and if you click that, what you're telling Google is that you like that particular page. Now, it might be you might be on the home page or you might be on a specific article, but you're basically telling Google you like that. Now, as long as you're a part of Google+, what happens is what you've just plus one goes back to Google+. So it, you start building up, for example, a list of sites, whether these sites, again, could be restaurants, it could be articles, it could be just specific blogs you like. And the more you plus one certain sites, that's able now to funnel back, and everyone that's a part of your network gets to see what you like. So someone might say, hey, you know, Robert really has a good eye for picking great restaurants. So let's see what Robert's plus, plus one lately. So people will then be able to check out what you're doing. And again, and again, some people might look at that as, well, that's a big privacy concern. But, you know, you don't have to make things public, and you don't have to plus one. It. As again, this is just something if you choose to. So um, that's just a way kind of what you're doing is you're, you're, you're keeping your network kind of abreast of what you're doing. But at the same time, should they do a search on their own and they come across something that you've already plus one, they now kind of, it's giving it the thumbs up. Now, this is how this, I'm going to go into how this relates to search and promoting a product or a service. So, you know, if, if more people plus one a particular page and or your homepage or your blog's homepage, what happens is you'll start seeing those numbers on, on Google search. So you'll start seeing these little these little boxes underneath the Google search on regular Google, um, and it will say, for example, X amount of people have liked it. Um, you know, and as a perfect example, um, Google has done that for themselves. So if you did a search for, example, Google Analytics, you'll see that it shows up there about how many people has have have plus one did, and it's just another technology that, unfortunately, it does require people to learn this, but. It's just it's a great way to be able to just build visibility. Now, like as an example, and this is how new it is, um, if you did a search for Google Analytics, you would yeah. see it says 2,881 people plus one this. So it shows that. So you have your normal listing, but underneath your listing, you have that little snippet, and that snippet is an add-on. And that be- that's because they've added that little logo, um, and it's a cu- custom logo. All you would need to do is go to Google and just query Google Plus One, and you would see how to create the, the Plus One um, logo, and then you could install that logo on your site. Normally, people put it next to their Twitter or their Facebook logo. And the more people that click that, it actually does give relevance. Because, for example, if X amount of uh, if there's a particular site, and let's just use realtors again because that's what we used before. If someone was searching yes. for a real estate agent, and um, and there was a particular real estate agent that had, let's say, a hundred um, hundred people plus one this, but but all the other real estate agents had no one plus oneing it, you know, it might just be another social signal that that realtor that has more plus ones should be more important. Now, to date, it hasn't affected rankings. 
and it hasn't made one site stand out more than another, but it's pretty easy to see the writing on the wall that if, for example, as this starts developing further, if more sites are receiving plus ones and others aren't, it could be used as another signal to Google to say, hey, let's start using that as a ranking signal. So if a site has plus ones and another one doesn't, we're going to rank the one that has plus ones higher. Let me, let me so, just stop you there and ask you, do you see any potential conflict of interest with this? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, well, you mean with Google or? Yeah, with Google, because uh, if, if they're going to be using this plus one as as indicia of ranking, but this is one of their own, you know, um, sort right. of uh, one of their own companies, one of their own formulas, doesn't it pose some type of conflict of interest in terms of the yeah. objectivity of their rankings? Yes, I mean, uh, uh, you know, the, Google's answer is going to probably be their normal stock answer. Th that you know, should this become a ranking indicator, they would just pretty much go with the default. You know, it's one of many indicators, so it's overall nothing someone should worry about. But yes, um, you know, anything that that you know that I would say yes. The quick answer is yes. There's it's a much longer of what's going on behind the scenes with Google. But yeah, I mean. It's very easy to game, too. I mean, you know, someone can easily say, hey, to all their friends and family, plus one my site because no one else in my vertical has it. So now all of a sudden there's all these plus ones coming in for a particular right. site. And Google has, you know, they're in control. Um, you know, so all of a sudden it becomes a ranking indicator and one, That's what one I mean. site is moving mm -hmm. up. Yeah, I mean, That's what I'm trying you know, to say, yeah. It, it's, it's pretty much... You know, an element just like, for example, uh, you know, and again, this is there's a lot of speculation on this. When Google and Bing pay 25 million dollars to have um, Twitter tw to have the tweets in real time indexed, um, you know, a lot of people are saying, "Well, wait a second, you know, that's a, you know, that basically means that um, you know that you're going to give more preference to Twitter." over, for example, to Facebook because you just spent all that money and you're not throwing that away. And, of course, their, their stock answer was, of course not. We're going to give them equal. Well, lo and behold, when they rolled out Google's real-time search, um, you, know, tw you know, tweets were showing up at the top and everything else was showing up at the bottom. So, you know, yeah, it, it just goes into that. Wherever Google's putting their time, they're definitely going to put, um, you, know, you know, they're going to, you know, it, the rest will follow. Um, I think right. overall that, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it, it is it is important to really get into Google Plus One, even if, for example, someone doesn't get too much into Google Plus. If they say, hey, I'm not really interested in connecting on Google Plus, do I think it's going to actually kill Facebook? I don't think so, um, only because it's a totally different dynamic. You know, people do view Google as a search engine, whereas when they're looking to kind of, you know, congregate or, you know, go hang out, they're looking at something other than that. I'm not saying it won't happen. Um, I just, you know, I think that they will get a lot of people that will use Google Plus, and Google Plus will become you know uh, you know a dominant player with um, with social again that's if they could get through the initial bugs that uh, that I feel that are that are in play if they could get through that they could become dominant they could become like a Facebook alternative and or a complement to Facebook because if you're logged yes. into Google you're just finding out what others are doing and you'll take their you know you're going to take their word as hey well if you know if my friend you know has already plus one for example and or liked a particular site, you know, I'm going to probably be more opt to use than myself. So it, it it is a conflict in my in my opinion because it's taking away the um, the ability for site owners to kind of be very you know to, to just stay away from everything. It's kind of like if they don't embrace this, Google is telling them if you don't do this, we will probably be obsolete. I mean, at, there was a time 
when Google actually said social media has no bearing on what we do in search. We do not rank pages based upon any social media criteria. But now they specifically will tell you that when they when their algorithm does take into account social media. They are interested. They yeah, they're yeah. very interested in what's happening on well, third party sites. Well, we'll be watching that development uh carefully. Um and it should be interesting to see how popular these new uh Google products are. You know, we're believe it or not, we're almost out of time. We have about three minutes left. I want to talk about some of the new developments with Twitter. I know that they okay. just launched something um which could have some impact on on the service and what's your what's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, Twitter's great. I mean, they're, you know, they're a great microblogging platform. And, you know, again, I think everyone's using them, should use them, but everyone should still have their own own space on the web um, with a blog or site. But they did launch their own URL shortening service. Um, the, the plus of it is that they do monitor the, the destination URL. So if, for example, there was a lot of ways people would just embed a link in a tweet, whether it was a URL shortener from a third party and or their own, and you don't know what was on the other side of that link. Um, whereas their new URL shortening service, they do kind of monitor, you know, I don't want to say it's great, but they do some monitoring. So if there's something that would be malicious on the other side or if there's something that would be questionable, they will put up a warning sign that says that the site might be unsafe. So that's one good thing that they did. On the flip side, it did kind of throw um, all of the URL shortening services through a, through a Big360 because um, you were able to monitor a lot of the analytics when you were using your own URL shortening service. So you know how many times someone clicked on something. Um, it, you know, there was a lot of things. And when this rolled out, it kind of threw things through a loop. There was certain um, you weren't able to monitor as 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 well as before. Things seem to be working out, so you can still monitor the clicks and so forth. And Twitter is rolling out, and they have with certain analytics too. So it's getting a lot better. They're doing a lot of things. They're just basically what Twitter is doing is they're moving away from third-party applications, and they want more of their users to not use third-party, but to use their in-house applications, what's which has a lot of plus to Twitter. What's the advantage to Twitter to offer this service? Basically, they, uh, you know, for them, it's kind of just like Google when they bought Analytics uh, when it was Urchin. They now they're in more control. The more control they have, the more user data they have, the more information they have on what you're doing, why you're doing it. They just have gotcha. more information and metrics on 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 the users. Gotcha. You know, believe it or not, the half hour just flew by, Hainan, as I knew it would. We have about 30 seconds left. Is there any quick advice you want to give to our listeners who maybe are starting out or rethinking their social media presence, anything that comes to mind in the few seconds left? Sure. I would definitely say that regardless of what platform you target, number one, make sure you have your own space, which again is your own personal blog or website because of third-party platforms change regularly and you want to make sure you don't lose everything right. you built. And two, whatever you do on platforms, make sure it's real and it adds value. That is the most important Hayden, thing. Add Hayden, thank you so much. We're out of time and thank you to all our listeners tuned in. You've just heard Hayden Payson giving us the latest developments in social media. Thanks so much, Hayden. Good night. Thank you for having me. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.